The Women Like You podcast would like to acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional owners of the land we walk on. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Women Like You, the podcast for women who hate working out but know they should. I'm Sarah, I'm a GP and I work in fertility and women's health. And I'm Gab, I'm an audio producer and journalist and we are outdoors <laughs> in the park together Yay. with a coffee for our final episode of 2021. This is it, it'll be a wrap. <laughs> yes. Well, so we've got to do the episode first yeah, we, <laughs> and then it'll be a wrap. We'll, we'll, we'll do that first. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming anyway. <laughs> it's been great. Bye. <laughs> we are taking a little break, but we'll be back early next year. But before we put a lid on this absolute mess of a year. Shitstorm. Absolute uh, shitstorm. Tire fire of a year. <laughs> we wanted to chat about some of our biggest lessons, mm. our key takeaways, and some of the shit that we've let go of in the last 12 months. Yeah, 100%. You and I um, started this podcast on our own um, earlier this year we you know we were planning for a few months and then we finally got <laughs> <laughs> finally got it up and running uh, back in June we recorded our first three episodes in a beautiful studio setting yes we did it was uh, it was absolutely joyful and delightful to do so launched it felt amazing so excited and we literally, we literally went into lockdown in Sydney the week that episode one was released. And then we didn't come out of lockdown in Sydney until <laughs> months and months and months and months. And even then, I mean, we've been out of lockdown, but we've been very much at the, uh, at the whim of COVID and, uh, and the restrictions that yeah. go with that. It's, it's been a challenge. Yeah, it has, especially, yeah, for two independent podcasters <laughs> doing their best. Um, but yeah, at the same time, it's it's been so awesome to kind of start this conversation, um, look at the ways that, you know, you and I have done things terribly in the past when it comes mm-hmm. to our exercise and try and, and try and work through it and try and work out better ways um, to, to exercise more consistently. So yeah, and, and I definitely know, I mean, I won't speak for you, but I have... Do it, you can do it. <laughs> speak up. I have learned a lot this year. I've changed a lot of things. Um, I've yeah got completely new approaches to exercise. Um, and yeah, I guess I think it's a good time to kind of share some of those because if, if what we've learned is helpful, that's kind of what we're here for. Yeah, totally. That's the whole, that's the whole point of this podcast <laughs> is to be able to share some tips and tricks with, uh, with women like you so that you can incorporate a little bit of daily activity, improve your fitness, increase your health, but not at all costs. Mm, absolutely. So hit me. What have you What have you learned? What's all one right. of your uh, biggest lessons or key takeaways from so, 2021? I would say that one of my biggest lessons is that incidental exercise yes. counts. Yes. You don't need a special time. You don't need special equipment. You don't need a special location. You don't need a personal trainer. Becoming a little bit fitter and maintaining some of that fitness can be achieved just by making the most of your incidental exercise opportunities. And, you know, I think ultimately for me that's about leaving the car at home as much as possible and that's been a huge change for me this Mm, year mm. like I was very much the lady that jumped in the car to go and buy groceries for dinner or to jump in the car to go and visit you or to jump in the car to drive out for dinner that night whereas this year it's been a conscious decision to leave the car at home as much as possible and just get out there on foot I don't even necessarily consider it 
exercise in the formal sense anymore. It's transport almost. Yeah, yeah, it's transport. It's free transport. I remember when we received that beautiful email from your friend Bridget um, and uh, and she pointed out this kind of concept of exercise snobbery that Mm. I think we've all fallen prey to. 100%. Um, It's just, it's such an important reminder that we don't need this official time. We don't need official anything just doesn't need to be in active wear at a certain place at a certain no. time doesn't need to be a 45 minute hit session unless no, if it's not that it doesn't count no. look if you've just gone you know if you've if you've managed to take the stairs a little bit more often if you've managed to walk a little bit more incidental exercise counts that's probably my biggest takeaway mm. for the year 100 i mean I, i've just loved watching um the 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 way you now just spring up a set of stairs, like it ain't no thing, you know, like that's something I, I don't think either of us would ever have no. um, considered or, or been like, yeah, it's just not something I've ever seen us do before. But like we were um, at a show the other night and we went to grab a drink beforehand and we, like it was a set of stairs, maybe kind of 10 to 12 stairs and you were just in front of me and then you just were at the top of the stairs and I was like, Holy shit, she just ran up those stairs. <laughs> like you were dressed to the nines for this show and you were just like... In flats though. <laughs> in flats, baby. I'm always in flats. <laughs> but that's a huge shift. Like uh, yeah. that's not something that... No. But that, that's something that you've developed over time because literally across this year oh. you've made so many tiny choices to take a set of stairs where possible so that now you don't even think twice about it. It's, Whereas previously yeah, you might have been like... It's automatic. Oh, God, the stairs. Yeah. I'm going to be hot, sweaty and... It's ooh. incidental and it counts. And it counts. It counts, baby. All right, what's your first takeaway from the year? Well, I keep thinking about that amazing conversation that I had with KB in the park about trampolining. Oh, she was an incredible woman. She, oh, so good. And I'm still so inspired by her and, and this newfound love that she has of trampolining. And it's really made me think about exercise differently. Exercise can be found in fun places. You know, as, as you've just said, it doesn't have to be at a gym at a designated time, you know, in particular type of active wear, doing a particular type of activity. There's so many different things that it can be. And some of them might even be slightly enjoyable. Some of them <laughs> may not entirely suck. Is this what you're <laughs> suggesting? Yes, which is which is a huge thing for exercise oh, slots. You yeah. hate exercise. If you can find something that you don't completely hate, I think that's that's half the battle, right? Mm. So, you know, the idea of yeah, trampolining, of, of skating, of roller skating, I know yes. that that's something that yes. you're keen to do more of now that we can be outside. Um, you know, rock climbing, mm. dancing has been a big one for me. I'm terrible. I'm so uncoordinated. I'm not a dancer. It doesn't matter, but there's so many amazing free dance workout yes. videos online that you can just follow along to. And it's so liberating. It's so freeing. And yeah. it really makes you think exercise doesn't actually have to be the way we've always yes. thought it had to be. Yes. Um, and so for me next year, I'm actually keen to, I, I, I did do a little bit of tap dancing when I was a kid <laughs> and I kind of loved it. And I was also not terrible at it. And I sort of want to maybe go and find an adult tap dance and maybe one day a week that could be the exercise that I do. It's a bit of tap dancing. Yeah, and it will probably have a social element to it. You'll meet some new interesting people. Yeah, yeah. Tap gab. Tap gab. (laughs) Hey, tap gab. (laughs) How you doing, tap gab? I feel like a tap dog, but tap tap gab. (laughs) All right, hit me, number two. All right, my number two. Our previous all or nothing approach to exercise is just totally counterproductive. And Just it's dumb. so important that we remember that it is okay to take breaks away from your exercise habit when you're exhausted or when you're busy mm. or when you are unwell. It, I, I think we've, I know that I've definitely been guilty of this and I know that you have been guilty of this as well, that we have previously set ourselves these really unrealistic exercise goals um, 
that often required us to do an enormous amount of exercise that was above our capacity consistently. Ventilatory threshold, I believe, is oh, the term. Oh, my, oh my, my, yes, yes. Um, and that then when we would inevitably fall off the wagon, mm. we would see that as an enormous personal failure. Yep. And uh, and then we would do no further exercise for, for a long time. Yes, yep. So, you know, now I'm in this for the long haul. So if I skip a day or if I skip two days or if I skip a week or if I skip a month it's okay you can start again you can always begin again so don't feel as though as much as I bang on here constantly about consistency is key and you get what you repeat we're talking long term long term so yeah. if you need a break take a break you won't lose your mojo there are ways to get it back we'll you know we'll get back into the two minute habits we'll get back into the out of 10 rule take breaks when you need to and don't feel guilty about that it's not a failure it's just real life yeah absolutely it's like we talk about this idea of of compound interest and compounding your health outcomes so that future you 10 20 30 40 years from now depending on where you're at in life right now will benefit from those uh choices that you've made today What's your second big takeaway from this year, Ms. Burke? This absolute shitstorm of a year. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, this one is possibly one of the most groundbreaking discoveries for me in 2021. Um, the importance of sunlight. Yes. Getting light at the right times of the day, you know, helping to kind of set your circadian mm. clock, helping your brain figure out what moment in time you're in. Mm. The sun is basically effectively what... What, what does that for us? Yes. Um, you know, so getting light at the right times of the day and avoiding bright lights in the evening. Yes. It will literally change your life. It changed my life. I get up sometime between 5 and 6 a.m. every day. I, like, that is mind-blowing <laughs> is, to me. It is crazy. We now leave our uh, our bedroom curtains open and we call that our clock. Yes. It's just... Just wake up with the yeah. sun. Yeah, I think the things that we discussed in that particular episode on, you know, sunlight extend way beyond just setting your circadian rhythm, way beyond getting good quality sleep, but also how it affects our mood, mm. how it can potentially affect your you know, your appetite. So all, all aspects of our life revolve around when we get sun exposure or when we get light exposure and when we don't. And yeah, it's an absolute game changer. If if I am your actual GP in real life, you will have no doubt heard me bang on about this as well because <laughs> oh, it Dr. is... Dr. Calvin is talking about uh, the sunlight again. She keeps asking me what time I get my first dose of sun. <laughs> um, but it's true because I just think that it is, uh, it's critical. Mm. It's it's a non-negotiable. Absolutely. The Yeah, you're talking about the mood thing there, the peri habenula nucleus, if I re remember <sighs> that from are. science class. Yes. Um, you know, the, the sun actually you know, hitting that particular part of your brain, um, yeah, boosts your mood. And as Sarah said, affects things like appetite and also directly influences what time of day you should exercise. Mm. And this is an individual thing, you know, like there is no kind of answer. There's no kind no, of magic formula. It's not a one size fits all for this. Yes. This is literally, if you are a night owl and you're, you know, naturally a night owl, um, you know, possibly working out in the evenings, or like later in the day might be better for you. But if you are mm. someone who naturally will... If you are me, yeah. then that will be the worst decision you could make. Absolutely. You know, when exercise you should be... is going to feel awful. It will feel just worse than it ordinarily does. So finding that, finding that right time 
for you as an individual within your own clock, within your own chronotype is, uh, is key. Massive. And yeah, so, you know, the key is obviously set your rhythm first, set your clock mm. first, and then figure out, like, use that information to guide what time of day you work out. That was, yeah, huge for me. Also, the, like, avoiding artificial overhead lights at night and also avoiding my phone late at mm. night, massive. Like, yeah. that has, like, I'm literally just candlelight lady now. Yes, I know. <laughs> we both are. What a we, weirdo. What just it, sitting there. What does your husband call us now? Cult of the light. Cult of the light. <laughs> Fellowship of the light. <laughs> yeah, it's great, though. It is. Join us. Join us Join in the cult us. of the light. <laughs> All right, uh, your number three. Yes. All right, my number three is when it comes to exercise, and if you're struggling with it, reevaluate your why. Oh, so good. You know, this is the podcast for women who hate working out, but know they should. So, why are you trying to work out more? It's for good health. I'm finally exercising to improve my heart and my lungs, to prevent illness, to prevent morbidity downstream. Um, to manage my stress and manage my mm. mental health. I'm not doing this to look better in a swimsuit. Yes, no body and transformation bullshit no, here. No, no, we're doing this because we know that it's good for us. And uh, and so if you are waiting to become the sort of person who loves to work out, which, look, you might, it's possible, but it's also very unlikely if you were an exercise sloth like mm. us, mm. Um don't yeah, don't don't wait until you become an exercise person. Start to build that habit. I think women are notorious for prioritizing everyone else's health above their own. Mm. And so by you know starting the two minute two minute hacks, starting to build a really small, gentle daily exercise habit will ultimately allow you to prioritize yourself a little, but that will allow you to care for others better. And just, yeah, just remember the why. Don't be always looking for the results, the immediate yes. payback. That's once you kind of free yourself from the need to fit into a certain size or, you know, get rid of certain flabby parts or transform your body or make your body look like what you think it should look mm. like based on images that we've been sold our entire lives and, and an impossible beauty standard that literally changes with every season. Once you kind of free yourself from that mindset mm. and just focus on just doing something every day or close to every day that allows you to kind of tick off the exercise on your task list just a little bit of something yes just tick 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 you know rack it up over time slowly consistently yep. don't worry about whether you're getting fitter don't worry about whether you're losing weight don't worry about how you look anything like that just just do a little bit of something and keep repeating that that yep that makes it exponentially it. easier just keep reminding yourself of the why the why has changed yes all righty my love your number three takeaway from 2021. This is a huge one for me as well. And that is um, actually finding out how much exercise you need to do. Mm. It's a lot less than we've always thought. It doesn't have to be, you know, 45 minutes to an hour every single day. It doesn't even have to be that strenuous. It doesn't have to be no. massive hit sessions or anything like that. No. You don't have to do as much as you think you do. The current Australian health guidelines recommend 22 to 44 minutes of moderate exercise a day. So at a bare minimum, that's 22 minutes. If you can get yep. it up to closer to 44, brilliant. Moderate exercise, brisk walking, yeah. cycling at moderate speeds, social tennis, dancing, swimming. It's not even anything as wild <laughs> as you've been made to think it needs to be. And if you can incorporate uh, muscle strengthening exercise twice a week, 
absolute bonus. But, you know, again, we're not talking crazy hit sessions. We're not talking those wild things that you see Chris Hemsworth do on mm. Instagram. We're talking 11 to 22 minutes of yep. yoga, yeah, Pilates. When it comes to trying to build an exercise habit that is achievable and sustainable, I think it really helps to kind of uh, reassess how much you actually mm. need to do. And it's not yeah. anywhere near as much as you've been made to think. Because otherwise it can just all feel too overwhelming at the get-go and feels like a giant mountain to climb when totally. actually it is pretty achievable if you break it down into little tiny tasty chunks of, of movement rather than going, I have to join a gym, I have to become a runner, I have to do something that's just not in your DNA. Totally. We don't have that gene and that's fine. There's other ways that we can get our exercise. As Sarah said, it's not a giant mountain that you have to climb. It's more like a small hill hmm. that you can <laughs> conquer in your own time slowly <sighs> and sustainably. So yeah, that's my that's, takeaway. That's my takeaway too. Takeaways. Takeaways. There were more than one. <laughs> Six. Six takeaways. <laughs> Quick recap. Six takeaways. Incidental exercise counts. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah, it does. All or nothing approach to exercise can be pretty counterproductive. Yes. Uh, Reevaluate your why. You know, once you kind of change why you're doing this, it makes it a lot more achievable. Exercise can actually be found in fun places. Yes. So think of, think of things that you might not absolutely hate doing, like dancing or jumping or skipping rope and, and give those a try. The importance of sunlight. Get that sunlight. 15 minutes of morning sunlight as soon as you wake up. Go outside if possible. Let your eyes view as much natural light as possible during the day. This directly boosts your mood and exercise when you feel the most alert. That is in cahoots with your individual <laughs> circadian clock. Cahoots. Cahoots. And you actually probably don't need to do as much activity as you think you do to be sufficiently active. Sufficiently active. Sufficiently active. this year Sarah are some workouts that we don't actually hate we don't hate that much that's it we don't we don't hate them that much <laughs> in fact we don't we, hate them <laughs> we might hate them we a little bit even... <laughs> sometimes but you know that's okay we don't hate them that much we might even recommend them to you right mm. now yes no so so again we've got our little top three each of uh, of workouts or exercise things that we've been doing this year that have made it all a little bit more enjoyable. Workouts or exercise things? Exercise things. Did I say exercise things? <laughs> exercise oh, yes. things. Yes, we are the type of women who should definitely be hosting a podcast about exercise, exercise things. things. <laughs> all right, so my number one is the Yoga with Adrian. 30 days of yoga. Mm. Um, now, if you are thinking about adding a little bit more yoga into your life, this is a great free resource by my absolute favorite YouTube instructor, YouTuber. Uh, she's look, she's approachable. She's kind of dorky. Mm. And you definitely don't have to do the 30 days consecutively. No. So you don't need to think of this as like a, a start your year off with a 30 day, smash it out, you know, New Year's resolution nonsense. But if you are looking for a just some a guided yoga program that doesn't cost you a cent and that you can do in the safety and 
anonymity of your own lounge room, then yes. I would strongly recommend having a crack at it. I've, I have done this for the last two years in a bit of an ad hoc haphazard way, but that's totally fine. And it's been a really valuable program for me. Yeah, hundred percent. I did the, my my very first thirty days with yoga. Thirty days with yoga. <laughs> thirty days yoga with Adrian. Um, I did it in like three months. I kind of spread it out. There was yeah, very intermittent, and there were other other days of other types of exercise um, during that time. You know, walking, running, yeah. cycling, yeah, whatever. And then yeah, but but what is beautiful about those thirty days is that they slowly build up your skill level over time and they slowly build up your kind of yoga um, level over time, which is really, really valuable. And and when you kind of finish that month, whenever it happens, like, you know, if it happens in 30 days or if it happens in six months, who cares? But whenever you finish it, you will notice that you will be better at some of the exercises that on day one you were like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I think it's, it's nice because it introduces you to a few different types of yoga as well. So if you are interested in kind of dipping your toes in the in the yoga community you'll do some some really gentle stretchy yin restorative yoga you'll do some more sweaty spicy yoga um you'll you'll be introduced to some meditation practices so yeah it's a nice uh it's a nice way to uh sample it's like a little sampler kit a little bit of everything see you plane Uh, My number one that I discovered this year that I really enjoyed, um, which was from a recommendation that that you gave us actually, Sarah, Maddie Limburner's workouts on YouTube are incredible. One that I really enjoyed was the 20-minute full body workout for total beginners, no equipment needed. And I must admit, whenever I see beginner workouts, I always, I'm very skeptical because, you know. How beginner? Yeah, you know, Chris Hemsworth, Chris, beginner, Chris Hemsworth beginner, is not, beginner is not you and me beginner. Um, so I, I must admit I was I went in with kind of an open mind thinking I'll just see how much of this I can actually do because if it's not really beginner, um, it's probably going to kill me. But it actually is a beginner's workout. I really, I wouldn't say I enjoyed it, but I, I got through it. It's 20 minutes. It didn't feel like it dragged. I wasn't sort of, you know, desperately yeah. trying to look at the clock to see how much longer I had. So you got something out of it even if it wasn't joyous oh absolutely and also what I really liked about it was a lot of the exercises were 30 seconds on 30 seconds off or 40 seconds on 20 seconds off nice so there was that time to rest in between which for exercise slots is and this is a tip for tip for anyone um, developing a a fitness program uh, for exercise slots if you can give us time off in between rounds or time off in between (laughs) exercises yeah we will do it (laughs) can you can you if you Please. try and make us smash one thing to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing, we won't do it and we won't buy your program. I'll definitely never come back. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> uh, all right. What else you got? What all else right. you discovered this year? Uh, so, look, I think I've discovered getting back into nature. Yeah. Yeah. I've developed a real love, something I never expected, <laughs> for going for big, long walks in ideally in beautiful places so you know we are really fortunate here in Sydney that we've got a gorgeous harbour and there are some beautiful walks and trails around the harbour we've got some great national parks Um, we've been you know heading up to the Blue Mountains sometimes and it allows me to definitely increase my fitness particularly if you're you know you can incorporate some hills and a little bit of climbing and stuff in there as well but 
I get my sunshine quota. Yes. You know and I'm a fan of that. Cult of the light. Absolutely. Cult <laughs> of the light. And I'm often just so distracted by the surrounding gorgeousness that I don't notice that I have clocked up as many kilometres as I as I do. And and sometimes they are, you know, it's a decent amount of Ks. Yeah. I think if I were you know, if old me was taking the approach of I have to go to a gym and therefore I need to, you know, do my walking or running on a treadmill, I get so bored and uh, and I'm not going to keep that up. But take yourself out into into the natural into the natural world. You know, surround yourself with with beautiful scenery, and you won't realise that it's exercise. It's actually just a lovely way to connect with nature and get your fitness up a bit. Yeah, hundred percent. And also. I think that the key there as well is, and you've mentioned this a few times, if you were to have said to yourself, I'm going to to do a seven hour walk today yeah. and clock up, you know, 20 kilometers, you would- you would, no way yeah. I would leave the house. Yeah. <laughs> I would just, yeah. But if you just sort of say to yourself, I'm going to go for a walk and see where the day takes me, mm. um, I appreciate not- not everyone can necessarily do that. We've all got different commitments and, and obviously with kids it's it's not necessarily as free. We're not ne- our time oh. is not necessarily as available. But there is something to be said for um, not kind of planning out everything to a T, just kind yes. of taking the day, see where it goes and, you know, naturally finding ways to clock up some steps. Yeah, we chatted about open-ended goals versus really closed, concrete, fixed goals a little while ago and, and this is a perfect example of that just you know having having if you have some time just get out there and see see where it takes you you might do a 15 minute walk around your block or you might end up taking a few hours to explore a part of your neighborhood or a part of your your region that you don't that that you've not previously been familiar with yeah absolutely my number two is the jessica valant gentle pilates um she has a 15 minute pilates for beginners workout uh and i really enjoyed it this was around the time that we were looking at pilates and and whether it is actually as good as all the hype you know says it is um and look yeah as we've discussed obviously plenty more studies are needed into more studies studies are needed to look at pilates and its effectiveness it's no more or less effective than other types of exercise but if it works for you again that's Mm. kind of what we're all about if you're doing it safely and properly pilates is a good form of exercise Um, this particular workout 15 minutes all floor work you only need a mat and some space it's very slow and controlled i didn't get the panic on as sometimes i do when i'm i'm getting into a workout I've never done before. Sometimes I get really stressed not knowing what I'm going to be required to do and whether I'm going to be able to do it. I start to panic about conserving energy so that I can kind of get to the end. Um, I think we all do that. Yeah. Yeah. This one was not the case. It was very slow and controlled. In fact, at one point, Jessica even suggested, you know, to, to stop. Um, if you if you need to and jump back in when you feel able to, which was right. quite mind blowing. I've oh, never heard a fitness so instructor to, do that before. So good to hear that. It's so good to hear that. Not just push through the push through the pain, feel the burn. <laughs> oh, um, uh, yeah, all done in fifteen minutes. So like perfect yep. for you know. So you can actually do that work before work. work. Yep, totally. Beautiful. What else you got? So my number three is the, uh, it is, it is Ms. Maddie Limburner again. This was the 15 minute Dua Lipa dance party workout. Yes. And, uh, and it's just bloody fun. It is. And it's, look, it's, it's, 
pretty hard work. Mm. I'm not going to lie. She is an ex-dancer before she became a fitness guru. So you will feel this workout in your thighs. Well, I certainly did. Um, but it's just, I don't know, you get distracted by Dua Lipa's beautiful silky voice and you feel like a bit of a, well, I do because I'm not terribly coordinated. You feel like a bit of an idiot. Massive dickhead doing all the, da- <laughs> doing all the dance moves. But it's um, but you're more focused on how much of a, like you're more focused on how silly you look yes. and whether you're able to do the dance moves. And I've done it a few times now and, uh, and there is like, very, very slight incremental improvements in Ooh. my in my dancey type, you know, skills because I guess I'm go. just getting to know what those moves the are. moves are. Yeah, but it's still just it's really good fun, and it's not the sort of workout that I would ever, 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 ever have previously tried. And so, you know, try things that you don't try things that don't seem like you might like them because you actually might. Yeah, you might like them. It's worth yeah, it's worth keeping an open mind and and trying different ways to move your body and particularly if those ways can be a little bit silly and give you a giggle along the way. 100% and also if you don't like it you can stop. Turn it off. It's free. It's on YouTube. (laughs) Boom. Well my number three um, is one that you've already touched on walking. Seriously I, I cannot get enough of walking these days. I you know, as we've mentioned a little bit, I'm walking more to get my chores done, you know, go to the post office, pick up groceries, head out somewhere for dinner, um, you know, COVID restrictions and lockdowns pending, but just walking more. If there's a way to walk somewhere instead yes. of driving, yeah. I'm all for it at the moment. I'm, I'm really into it. Um, walking, it's better for the environment too. It, it is. Walking for exercise, so literally taking myself to the bike path for, you know, designated walking exercise time that's been really valuable um, and also just walking for my mental health listening to a podcast or some music getting some sun getting my 15 minutes in the morning um, has been really really valuable especially over these last few months where uh, life has just been way more difficult than it ever has mm. been living through the second year of a global pandemic yep and and because we you know because of the not just the restrictions that have been in place, but just to be more COVID safe, it pays to be outdoors as much as possible. You know, if you're doing catch-ups with friends, you know, catch, catch up outside. You're much less likely to share or spread coronavirus if you're unlucky enough Get to have got it. Dr. Hat on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Stop the spread. Stop the spread. <laughs> Flatten the curve. Um, and so... I, seriously, yeah. stop the spread. Yeah, Flatten so I, I think, really, I think a lot of, even the not the exercise sloths like us, but the, you know, the exercise people Mm. um, have moved their exercise outdoors this year. Mm. You just see it. You see so many more people out on the bike paths. You see so many more people, you know, kicking a footy around with their kids in the park. I think that's a really good thing. I think the more we can walk, the more we can get outside, the better it is for us all. Plus sun protection, though. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. Please, yeah. <laughs> please wear a hat. Please slip, salt, flap. We're not advocating for more sunlight and less sun protection. That's not what this is about. The Women Like You podcast is produced by me, Gav Burke, and music is by Hamish Camilleri. Thank you for all of your support in 2021. Yes. Your messages, your emails have absolutely meant the world to us. We are just two girls launching a podcast on our own in our spare time. Your encouragement has it has kept us going. Massively. We are going to be back early next year. And this is just a friendly reminder not to use this holiday season to start up some fancy new exercise program. 
rest, relax, enjoy time with family and friends, make happy memories. Do not try and overhaul your life and transform into someone new over the next few weeks. So there's no New Year's resolutions to exercise every day or lose weight. Nope, Come nope, 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 nope. Just have a holiday. Mm. You, you, you deserve it. You deserve a break. We will be back when it's time to start slowly building an exercise habit that is achievable and sustainable. And we will, uh, we will arm you with the tools to do so. But one of the key things that you need to do is rest first. Yes, rest, enjoy, relax, and we will help you build that exercise habit yeah. because we have done it, so we know, we absolutely know that you can do it too. We'll, we'll do it next year. Just not now. <laughs> I'm Sarah. I'm Gab. And we'll see you in 2022. 2022. Oh, Yay. Thank you, my love. Thank you for starting a podcast with me. Oh, thank you for asking me to start a podcast <laughs> with you. It's been glorious. It's, it's been, been wild. <laughs> it's been it's been it's been insane. <laughs> Just you know, like sitting in our spare rooms uh, Tuesday nights for the last few months, kind of. Not even being able to see each other, just trying to record a pod has been like one of the weirdest and most fulfilling things I've ever done. I think, uh, I think uh, having that having that anchor each week for me has definitely kept me sane in what has been a really, really difficult year. And uh, and I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>